Hello and welcome to Soul Soul. It has been a couple of months now <laughs> um, since the last episode and every time I come back on here I promise that I'm going to be consistent and all this stuff and I feel like I never follow up. But um, we've gotten to the point where it's the end of the year so this time hopefully I, I can keep that promise now. Um, yeah, but I, t- today's episode is going to be a little disorganized but I feel like um, I want, I had to do this episode right now because I wanted to talk about the 2021, um, MNET Asian Music Awards, MAMA. It just took place today. So I feel like I, I had to record this like while everything was fresh and like, um, fresh basically. <laughs> um, so anyway, let's get into the episode. That's pretty much what my main topic will be for this episode. <laughs> Okay, so I wanted to do this episode while everything was like still fresh in my mind, kind of from just watching it. So today obviously was the 2021 MAMA, the Imnet Asian Music Awards. Usually, I feel like there's usually like so much excitement and hype around like MAMA. Like, like I feel like that's usually the biggest deal and the biggest like party of the year for K-pop and K-pop fans and stuff like that, usually. But... This year, it was lackluster, and I feel like the lacklusterness I don't even know if that's a word, but the lackluster energy started before the day of the show, to be honest. Like, um, was it last week or two weeks ago? They put out the lineup, and then I think K-Pop Herald, which is like a news agency specifically for like just focusing on K-Pop and entertainment and whatnot, they had announced themselves and said, oh, this is the final lineup. And a lot of fans kept saying, no, like, how is this the final lineup when the lineup literally consisted of all these fourth gen groups and, like, then the 101 reunion. It was no standout artist, <laughs> essentially, in the lineup. And I remember that, um, yeah, K-Pop Herald, like, confirmed and was like, no, this is the final lineup. And so I feel like that's when, like, the disappointment started from there for, like, K-pop fans, especially fans that are more into, like, third-gen groups, like, TWICE or BTS, Blackpink. Well, you can't even count Blackpink because they never attended MAMA in the first place. But I feel like usually by default for the last couple of years for MAMA, we always had BTS, TWICE, um, 17. Those are kind of the three that were, like, by default where they would always be there. So they kind of, like, you know made up the show or whatever even mama moo up to a certain extent like all those groups kind of were just like a permanent thing for the last couple of years or whatever with mama but this year it was it was disappointing even before the show started and then um once the show started uh well i'll be honest i actually got up kind of late and didn't even get to see the beginning of it like i usually do because honestly i'm usually much more excited where some other years, I think I, like, almost didn't even sleep over, like, watching it because, like, that's how excited I was, but this year, I feel like I could care less, but, you know, I'm an ambassador for, like, a website for Insida, so I felt like I kind of had to watch it anyway, <laughs> and plus, for the sake of this podcast, it gives me talking content, so I, I had to watch it regardless, but, um, like, so they started it off with, um, a performance by the fourth gen like well these weren't even the main dancers i don't really think of all these groups or at least for in hype and it wasn't but the show opened with like this performance with um fourth gen 
dancers or whatever dancing but they didn't even dance together really like it was just these separate stages of them bouncing back and forth from like one person to the other and I feel like that set the energy for the show where that was not I mean they're good dancers that's not the point I'm not trying to like say they're like bad or anything that's not the issue but it's more so the execution of that that they promoted it as well they only promoted it like one day before the show but they kind of gave people the impression that um they would all be like essentially collaborating and like dancing together like as like as if they were a group you know what I mean but um on the actual show it was literally just like them jumping from stage to stage just like showcasing each of them doing a little like solo freestyle type of like dance or whatever (laughs) um and I mean it was good but like I said the execution of it was just wasn't really there it didn't seem like um and then yeah from that they started with some awards I'm not really gonna go into all that because personally my opinion on like awards in general whether it's, I'm not even talking about just like K-pop specifically, just awards as a whole. I've never under understood really awards. I feel like awards, to be honest, are for the sake of, um, for the fans to really just like fight. I feel like it's for fan wars. Because if we're being honest, any award does not really like add to your career or lessen your career, if you know what I mean. Like, because they're like, lots of very like known artists out there who have not won like Grammys or haven't even been nominated for like a Grammy or if you're like an actor or whatever there's some people that have not been nominated or won like a what like an Academy Award or Oscar or whatever you know what I mean like I don't know why but we put such emphasis on certain award shows and act like the award show is the holy grail but at the end of the day I feel like you are what you are essentially like an award you don't need an award really to um to set the like value essentially of your career like I feel like what sets the value of your career really is like support and fans like I would personally I would rather have like a lot of support and fans over having lots of awards like if I had the option to choose having like 1,000 awards to my name versus like a bunch of fans or whatever I mean, I understand you can have both or whatever, but I think at the end of the day, having like real support from people means more than just getting some little golden award that's going to end up sitting on a bookcase or whatever, collecting dust or ending up on like eBay (laughs) or something. Like, I feel like it just, it doesn't do anything. The only time the award is relevant, I feel like is the night of the award show when you actually win it. And then it's like after that, like... Because you know what I mean, especially for like these K-pop awards, like with the Grammys, it is different because every time if you win a Grammy or nominate, they when you perform something, they will like always announce, oh, Grammy nominated singer or Grammy award winning singer or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that stays with you. But as far as like with these K-pop awards, Mama, I guess it doesn't even really do anything because you know, I, I've, I mean, I'm not Asian or Korean, but... I have my experience of watching so many variety shows of Idol and all. They never, like, announce on the show before the person comes out. They'll never, like, say, oh, five-time mama winner. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it's, like, for K-pop awards, it feels like it just means something on the day of the show. And then after that, it's, like, who cares, to be honest. <laughs> and, I, like I just said, I feel like it just fuels fan wars. That's all these award shows are for, just to, like, make fans angry and just have, like, validation and say, oh, my fave won this, so, like, we're better than your group or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, 
it's pointless to be honest <laughs> um but so yeah as far as like performances on this show today what like caught my attention um ah wow okay so brave girls they were um the first like performers after the whole fourth gen collab stage or whatever you want to consider that <laughs> um but brave girls their performance actually was good but um well actually no no it, it was good especially considering that it was their first time even being on the award show even though they're technically like a second gen group and they never <laughs> made it to mama um but their performance actually was good i loved how they started out with like a ballad version of Roland, and then they went into Chibot, I don't want to butcher the name, but you know the song, the one they put out this past summer, Chibot Maram, Chi, whatever it's called. Um, and then they went back to Rolling at the end, and I don't know, I liked it actually. They had a lot of fun, it seemed like, up there. And then they gave them the KTO, like, breakout award. Um, and they even got like emotional about it and everything about how they were about to like disband and all that at the beginning of the year. So they couldn't like believe that they still were like around and got an award and whatnot. So I got to give them props. Actually, I, I liked their performance. It was actually enjoyable. And plus they added some like Christmas and holiday elements. So it was actually cool. Um, but I, I feel like actually their performance does fit in my list for one of the top or memorable like performances of the whole show. Um, so then, yeah, after that, they just handed out, like, a bunch of different awards. I think they did, like, the best new artist, best new male artist, all that stuff. Um, but I'm, like I said, I'm not focusing on the awards. I don't care really about who got what, to be honest. But I'm going to get to that towards the end. I, I have, like, a point that I want to talk about with that. Um, so, yeah, next, then, for performances that I liked, Itsy. They were, like, like, I actually, I would put them up as having the number one performance for the night, to be honest. Um, they had, uh, I, I actually don't know his actual name, but the guy from, um, Squid Game who played the, like, the bad guy, the gang guy, or whatever he was considered, it's, he added him into their performance, like, with the whole mafia in the morning thing. I thought that was pretty cool to, like, go with the theming of the song and whatnot. Um, but actually their stage was, like, they used the stage, like, to its fullest ability, like. They had Cheryong, uh, I always butcher her name, Cheryong, Cheryong, um, they had Cheryong, they had her, like, like, dancing on the pole, then they had, um, uh, uh, Leah and Yeji, I believe it was, where they had them do this, like, weird, like, backwards, upside down thing, um, like, they used the stage to the fullest ability, where they, like, really, like, they understood the assignment, essentially, <laughs> um, and then Rujin, obviously, like, she stole the show. Like, she owned the performance, to be honest. But, no, as a whole group, really, their performance was, like, just amazing. And then Mafia in the Morning, I loved it that they did, like, uh, they kind of did, like, a live band version of it rather than just, like, the typical version we're used to. But they own the stage. Um, and then after their performance... Um, I'm not actually why am I trying to go in order? I'm not trying to really go in order this show. Um who else did I like? 101, their reunion. I, I liked it. But I wish they would have done more of like a medley of like all their songs. Because you know what I mean, considering how popular and big of a deal 101 was, I 
wanted a little more out of that reunion stage. I mean, they started with Energetic, which was obviously their debut song. And then they did Burn It Up. Um, and then they did Beautiful Part 3. And that was basically it. I mean, the performance was good. But I wish they would have, like, cut each of those songs shorter and did, like, the medley, including, like, the song um, Light and then the Beautiful, the regular version of Beautiful. Um, as well as even Spring... What is it called? Spring Day? Not Spring Day, Spring Day is BTS song. <laughs> but um, it was a little underwhelming in my opinion of the one-on-one stage, but it was still fulfilling enough. I liked it. And they were one of my top performers of the night too. And at the end of the performance, they even got like a little um, choked up seeing that the people were like still cheering for them, I guess, considering like that it's been like three years since they last shared a stage as like a complete group. Um, but yeah, their performance was one of my takeaways. Um, Espa, I love Espa like in general, but their performance on here, considering that was their first like time on Mama, uh, it was just okay. I feel like because it, we, I feel like we didn't get anything different from what we always get. Like they performed Next Level and Savage, even even though Savage is new, they've performed Next Level and Savage like a lot of times now. And for it to be Mama now, I was kind of expecting. I don't know, like props or something i feel like that's kind of all i needed which is like props but their performance just felt a little too plain <laughs> considering that was such a big award show and everything i mean throughout the whole performance they had this annoying like black mamba just keep like circling around using like the augmented reality technology but it was kind of like cheap and annoying where it didn't even look right and then obviously of course they had to throw the um avatars in for like their like 10 seconds of fame you know <laughs> um but i don't know i mean i like them like i said regardless s was my group but for it to be their like breakout year well not breakout year but for it to be their like rookie year essentially and being like trending and all i expected like a, a much more grand performance of some sorts even if they would have thrown like some type of dance break into something like it just felt like their performance was just like missing something but they do have the vocals, so I guess maybe that's what made up them for not really doing anything that was, like, flashy. Um, and I, keep, I feel like I keep saying, um, like, too much. Um, and I just did it again. <laughs> uh, next performance that I enjoyed was... I, I, feel like, I feel like that's really the cap for me, it really, is literally itsy... It's a one-on-one Espa. To be honest, the rest of these performances didn't do much for me, I feel like. I mean, Stray Kids. I, I like Stray Kids as well. But, eh, their performance was just, like, okay. I mean, I liked, like, they used a lot of props, too. But, um, the SM artists, actually, NCT and then Espa, uh, I, I feel like SM, like, cut the budget or whoever's in charge of the budget for this show <laughs> because for all their artists it would they just did their normal performance like we didn't really get much because i feel like for some of the past years we have gotten so much more from sm artists on mama but here it's because like for ncg dream they literally just threw like a broken hot sauce bottle up there they like came out of and that was considered their backdrop essentially <laughs> um and then they used like a lot of artificial images essentially but it just wasn't really like 
stand out. It just felt like just a normal performance on like a music show. You know what I mean? Like it just didn't feel like award show level. Um, and for me, I feel like that really closes it out. I mean, at the end of the show, they had Street Women Fighter, but I can't really speak on that too much because I didn't even watch Street Women Fighter, but I know it is like a big deal apparently in Korea where it was like a trending and very popular show. But I just know from what I've seen on like Twitter, I really never fully watched the show. So, but their performance was like good and all, but like I said, I really went deeply into it because I didn't really watch the show at all. <laughs> um, and then so now, okay, so now that I wrapped up really performances, I feel like I'm done rambling about performances. Um, I want to get to the part about the um, awarding, basically. Um, but yeah, wait, actually here, let, let me just take a break because I feel like I'm just rambling. Like I said, I'm not reading notes. So I let me just put a pause between here, between the next section, and then we'll be right back. Okay, so my final point for this episode is that K-pop is boring without second and third gen idols or groups. Like, attack me, <laughs> but but it's true. Like, I, I have nothing against these new groups, to be honest. Like, I, there's someone that I really listen to, like their music, but it just feels like these fourth gen groups don't really work well, essentially, unless you have the third gen or even second gen groups then in the same room. You know what I mean? Or not the same room, but on the same award show. Because just watching this, just it, it at some points just got really tiring and boring, where I felt like I was almost torturing myself at some points, because it's just that these groups just feel like they're just lacking some type of charm or energy that the second and third gen had with their music and everything and overall just overall performance. I mean, these groups have room to grow and whatnot and like improve over the years. I mean, like I said, I'm not trash. You know, that's not my point. I'm not trying to like say they're trash. Oh, <laughs> uh, but no, my point is just to say that K-pop is empty without second and third groups, to be honest. Second and third generation is it's like a necessity, it feels like. But uh, anyways, I'm looking forward to the year end um, song festivals. I think what's next, uh, Gaio um Gaio Dejon or Gaio Dejuki both of those but again they put out some of the lineups um I don't know I think I'll be disappointed again I mean I think for like Gaio Gaio Dejon I didn't they announce like I think Red Velvet at least is on there so far I didn't even I have to check the list again to see who else will announce but so far that actually sounds a little better now since they have like at least Red Velvet but as far as these year-end things I mean I'm gonna watch them because I want to talk about them on on this show but I don't know. I feel like I've been way more excited in the years past for these song festivals and award shows, but this year it feels like it's like different. But anyways, um, thanks for listening to me just rant (laughs) for like 20 minutes or however long this episode ends up being. Um, I'll probably post another episode in the next couple of days or so of just like a normal episode of whatever the latest stuff is happening in the world of k-pop um but yeah other than that have a nice weekend and i'll be back soon